0: This is Daniel, your Game Master and Master of Ceremonies.
1: This is Tori, and I play doo This is Sorcerer, and I play Ty.
2: This is Becca, and I play at.
0: And this is Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. Welcome aboard.
3: put them the first time. I mean, what do I expect? What do I expect from you peoples? Uh, put things away when you're done with them. How hard is this to do? Ah! Everywhere around me, there's people always doing strangest things. I mean, uh, Now that you're interested in what's going on here, uh, but welcome to our continuing construction of our bar and showroom and playset. Uh, We have many cinematographers who are trying their best to get things up and ready. Look at that. We have set dressers who don't put their hammers away. And where did you find that? And why was she not wearing it? You have no idea how this gets to be strange sometimes. But you don't want to hear about our issues with our uh, facilities. I imagine you're here... To continue hearing the stories and the tales. Ah, where is a party when I need one? Ah. In about two minutes, they're gonna get me down to my first layer of shirts to start doing work around here, and then who's gonna be disgusted? <sighs> but allow me to continue where I left off, yes? Well, last time, where was a, um, oh, how bad to put it? A, a review, a time skip. A notification of what happened over a very long period of time, because day-to-day is boring, and boring is not good for adventure!
0: Uh, we return to the setting. So, after about, like I said, about a month, so Dooley has been, again, (laughs) special agent (coughs) Dooley, has been working tirelessly both with the Narn and with the, uh, with the ship to try to keep everything together, as well as trying to solve various riddles. know where we are everything else like that a couple of base camps on various planets have been established and a number of the colonizers have gone down there and these are specifically colonizers with terraforming experience both how to set up a base how to make sure the area around there is livable how to make sure big issues are dealt with like pathogens or beasts or anything else like that scout crews if you will They've set up a couple of base camps, but there's probably no more than 50 people in each camp, and about no more than, than than five camps total. So you're not talking a lot, a lot of people. You're talking, you know, 250, maybe 300 people total. Build the habitations, start shelling people down. Hopefully, by the time most of the people aboard the ship are able to go down to one of the planets, they will be it'll be enough set up that they can start transporting whatever technology they might be able to use down there, uh, whether it be food replications or uh, energy sources, powers, light bulbs, whatever they can do. And eventually they're going to not scuttle the ship, but probably more than likely what they're going to end up doing is have a skeleton crew on the ship to do things like, you know, security and radio subspace uh, or whatever they're using for transmissions. And uh, everybody else is going to be down on the planet uh, doing whatever they can to survive. So, and they're not isolating. They're trying to keep up with the ISA traditions. In other words, they're not like saying, "Well, this is a Narn planet, this is a Prakiri planet, this is this is a Mimbari planet." They're kind of going, "Okay, everybody together, you figure it out once you get down there." Now, again, they will. They notice very quickly that people have go themselves into various camps, but they still work cooperatively together. So that at least is that's progress for you. Basically yes. So Ty, you've been doing the stakeout, haven't been able to figure out what's going on. Do Lee, you've become uh, again part uh, a member of the crew, kind of a local hero in some regards, but also you've been acting as both ambassador to the the Narns on the ship as well as uh, to the ISA. But you're pretty much special agent. Uh, special which is still...
4: agent Narn.
0: Yes. Thank you.
4: Agent Narn. <laughs>
0: I love that song, but I heard a parody of it, and that's the parody goes into my head every time. So anyway, so yes. And then Meerkarnat has been promoted to uh, Librarian of stature slash Ambassador of the Poc Moran, who has also been basically considered part of the bridge crew.
4: I have not and, been and- hesitating to pull rank on anyone.
2: Oh, yes. Everyone gets a cool new job except
0: Ty. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, Ty does have a cool new job, but, you know. Yeah, as, but as not right, when she's a...
2: in any way qualified to do.
0: Exactly. But that's why I asked what, what Ty wanted to do with everything else, because, again, probably requests request for pilots to do shuttling back and forth probably came up and your, your name probably, you know, was su- suggested as well. Because... Yeah, but I'm not
2: me at the moment, so I'm just yeah. somehow pretending to be a doctor, I guess, by lying <laughs> and hoping nobody dies. That's, that's just your give choice everybody guys... ibuprofen. In my experience, lying
4: <laughs> and hoping nobody dies is a time-honored medical practice.
2: Just give everybody ibuprofen and send them on their way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's amazing what happens if they have a bad case of, of, of herpes or a broken arm. Ibuprofen. Will that help? No, don't care. Just take out and get out of my office. <laughs> but yeah, so you have, uh, everyone's been doing their own research and everything else. So, so where do we start for today? Madame Vidracini uh, has gone down to the planets, but every time she keeps coming back up and she uses the phrase, not the one and nobody knows exactly No, why.
4: no, I'm sorry. Say it in the Zathras voice.
0: <laughs> oh, you, you want the full Zathras voice? You oh, brought this the on one. yourself. Not there the one. Uh, Zathras know, Zathras do, so Zathras go. <laughs> By the way, I had the phrase Zathras know, but nobody listened to Zathras on a uh, notebook that I had when I was working as a computer salesman for a office depot. And I had that specifically because literally I knew what was going on, nobody listened to a damn thing I had to say. So, every now I just used that as a no, Zathras no, but no one listened to poor Zathras. So, things have been going on for the month, and things have been progressing. But yes, Madran Vitrissini has come back, and is, she keeps insisting that she wants to go on the next scout run. She keeps insisting that she be part of the scout run for each and every planet, which people oh, actually have to give her… Hmm? Of course she does! Fucking <laughs> civilians! Mm -hmm. Always. Exactly. But for whatever reason, as far as anyone could tell, one, they think she's a prophetess of some variety because she has used her abilities to predict a bit of the future and she's kept a few people alive. So like, all right, fine. But the other part of it is, is like, if you shut up, we'll send you. That is a really,
4: it's, it's an extremely effective tactic.
0: Particularly because these are all scout runs. Nobody knows what it's like on these planets until you get down there. So there is a percentile chance that she may not come back. And there's kind of it's a It's worth sending process. her just for that, then. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you just never know. Exactly. Let's just say many a cred has been, has been lost as to whether or not she won't return. Yeah, she's a uh, fucking
4: survivor, apparently. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> In the dress, in the, the freaking ball gown dress that she wears on essentially a, a wilderness planet, and still she manages to come back every time. Hey, some uh, people are good like that. Yeah. So, but uh, she's been going on the various scout runs to try to figure things out. And again, scout runs have taken a while, do some scans, map, map the moons, figure out a ba- good place to make base camp, set up base camp, again, work on the next next moon or otherwise do shipments back and forth so while this time, you you know, everyone's been doing their own investigations and own workings and so uh, now that everyone's had their month what is the highest priority besides getting everybody off the ship that everyone has? I know that for Ty it's the, where's my body? I want my body why am I not getting the body? Why am I not getting the body now? yeah, so she's really her, busy with this cult thing mhm which, somehow or another, you haven't managed to infiltrate yet, but you're you're doing as much stakeout research as possible. I mean, really, you are. Mm-hmm. So, what about everybody else?
4: I think, like, the honest answer for Mirgarat mm-hmm. is they, like, aside from keeping everyone together and, like, that sort of thing, and I think Mirgarat's two biggest priorities have been winning over the luchador drazi and then also like they've been thrust into the position of Pakmara ambassador they're fielding a lot of uh things having to do with that okay
0: so the uh the luchador drazi has been let's just call it a side project he's been not exactly available he's been putting his muscle to whatever he can whether that be processing stuff uh, to go to the shuttles, putting st- loading stuff into shuttles when, when bots break down, uh, doing heavy lifting in engineering. So he's been keeping himself busy. And Heardron
4: appreciates a team player.
0: Mm-hmm. He kept his mask on the entire time. You know, not his shirt, <laughs> but his mask. That is in keeping with the Luchador code. Exactly. I have this beautiful idea that he's kind of like the Drazi version of El Santo. <laughs> if you don't know who that is, look him up uh yeah during that time you'll be keeping everyone together and the ambassador stuff keeps going do lee i know you're trying to uh, work with again uh trying to figure your things out what do you have on your priority list right now
1: well i'm chasing down things that maybe other people aren't because i i'm still not convinced we're stuck here if that makes sense So I do want to go talk to pilots. I'll probably drag Ty along, even though she doesn't want to go and she thinks I'm nuts. Um, that maybe there are some jump gates we don't know about.
0: Okay. So...
1: I also want to... uh, Refresh my memory. Okay. You said someone had a little bit of Vorlin in them. Yep. Has any, what was that?
0: His name is Milgram.
1: Milgram. And he's still alive and not missing. Uh,
0: correct. Actually, he spends most of his time in a cell.
1: So, has anybody questioned him as to how he got a little bit of.
0: <sighs> Oddly enough, it hasn't come up much.
4: Well, someone came up to him in a bar on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you for, for, for telling more more pickup lines that I should really, you know, work on.
1: I would like no. to have Mirgrat and I go question him. And I okay. want to bring Mirgrat because of the fact that she can kind of get surface thoughts. Okay. Yeah! Because I'm a telepath, baby! <laughs> so it Sorry. may be ty because ty might be able to tell when he's lying when mirgrat can't oh he is he is a mimbari mimbari are not known to lie yeah oh. but
4: Morlons are fucking liars
1: okay but there are ways yeah. of lying without lying there are ways of withholding the truth that's technically not lying Membari cut a very fine line with that we don't lie that's yeah, Minbari are very other...
4: good at, at at communicating in bad faith without actually lying.
1: It's it's you know very Vulcan of them. So you know, <laughs>
2: sort of not lying is Ty's specialty, as well as actually like straight up lying.
4: Yeah. So so <laughs> Ty is well versed in all manner of deception. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, the three of you take some time after you amongst your other duties to head down to the cells where Milgram is. Now he has been, he takes his food, he's very polite, he's very quiet, as far as you can t- tell, he spent most of his time just meditating or otherwise just staring off in the distance. Not in the, I am brain dead staring off, but more of the, I have nothing else to do but to contemplate my navel. Um, <laughs> you know. He sort of looks like if anyone has seen the video of existential crisis cat. He kind of looks a little bit like that.
4: I Haven't, but that title is very evocative.
0: <laughs> I'll send you. A, I'll <laughs> send you a link a little later on. When you come up, his first words are, "Oh, is it feeding time?" Maybe. <laughs> oh. Uh, no. <laughs> Not at this moment. <laughs> I believe we have now found the Popmoroth threat of choice. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: <You> what? <laughs> oh. Just looks over and says, Ah, oh, I, I suspect you have questions. Very well. Kind of stands up, dusts off his robes a little bit he bows in the traditional religious manner. He says, um, I imagine you have a number of questions. She actually then kind of blinks around. I'm actually rather surprised you are the first to come questioning me. I'm assuming everyone has been busy.
1: So I, yeah, I'll give him a little bow back and I'll say, yeah, it's, um, there's a lot happening on the ship <laughs> that you may or may not be aware of. <laughs>
0: He, he kind of nods and says, I, I suspected as much. I suspected I'm rather confused as to how I am still alive.
1: Ain't we all? There were more important things to attend to. Um, So, just quick to get out of the way, you're getting fed on a regular basis, you have no medical emergencies,
0: you're okay? I'm Perfectly well of the body.
1: And your mind? It
0: weeps. It contemplates what is lost. I have a grieving process which I must continue, but I am. He stumbles for the right word. Functional.
4: What precisely has your mind lost?
0: He, he just kind of breathes in, kind of almost sighs, but just, you look like he's about, he looks like, not about he's about to burst into tears, but like if this were any other drama, the single tear drop that runs down the, the side of his face might come out. He says, lost a great, great deal. i uh, He looks over at Duly. You were there when that which I had was lost.
1: Uh, how did you come to get it?
0: I was gifted. He literally kind of motions for people to sit, but he realizes he's in a cell, and he just kind of stops and just sits down on the bench. Uh,
1: Dulé will sit down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so will
4: Mirorat. Mirorat sits on the floor all the time.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Ty probably hangs in the back, arms crossed, going, yeah. Yeah, no. the, Ty can stand. She's, yeah.
4: Yeah, no, the aparat don't actually have separate words for floor and chair. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) He says, before the Great War, the Vorlogs, as you know, had many, many agents throughout the galaxies in hiding. Some of them were just eyes and ears reporting back. Some of them were like the Inquisitor they mentioned in the Babylon uh, Babylon 5 files. But then there were people like me, Carriers, special agents. We didn't carry the whole Borowan, very few of us could. We could carry a very, very small part around so it could experience what was going on. It could learn, it could see, it could do, it could tell us things and help out in a very secretive manner as to not to disrupt the order that Borowans wish to keep. I was selected. I was a member of a Vibari Order, and a devotee of the lessons of Phalen and of the Vorlon ambassadors that were helping us at the time. I was deemed worthy. I was then sent to Vorlon itself, where I was processed. From there, I became a carrier for for a kosh. I am told that you may have heard of V kosh. There are a number of koshs. In fact, they're all kosh. But I carried one for a number of times. I became even a a memory handler. That's how I knew about about so much. But when the Vorlons left, it took most but not all of their pieces. I suspect if you put all of us who were carriers all together in the same room, had us expel what we had, there wouldn't be so much as a full leg of Vorlon, let alone a complete Vorlon. But we had enough. Little clues, little ideas, memories, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And ever since the end of the Shadow War. They went beyond, but one inside me wanted to go home. It wanted to be with its people again, be part of its whole. And I helped, and I assisted, and I nudged, and eventually, when things got out of hand after the Soul Hunters arrived, I had to act to save it. The soul hunters wanted it. soul hunters wanted the peace that I had. What better prize for a soul hunter than that, even the fraction of a Vorlon soul? It would be a prize worth dying for to them, to me. So I followed instructions. I got to the bridge, got us out of hyperspace at exactly the coordinates that it wanted, and then when it saw the Triune planet, it left. It's down there somewhere. I haven't seen it or felt it move since, but it's somewhere down there. And so, some of the memories that it gave me are gone but the knowledge it gave me has drifted into memories like a, like a bad dream or nightmare, just gone, to the wind, and so here I sit, not sure what else to do.
2: Uh, you want a magazine or something?
0: He he laughs a little bit. I am… I am of an order of the religious caste. We understand solitude. We understand meditation. And we also understand that sometimes the best insight is to go inside. So that's what I do. I come out, I feed, I meditate, I do my exercises, and I go back. Try to hold on to as many memories as possible.
2: I have a question. Right, well, whatever makes you happy.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love the, the trucker talking to the Zen monk, going, "Eh, whatever."
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> Do what you want.
2: I guess if that's your idea of a good time. <laughs>
0: whatever, whatever floats your boat, your highness.
2: Magazines uh, are a little out of date in the racks, but we can bring you some.
0: <laughs> uh, Miergra, you had a question?
4: Yes. Uh, so my question is, uh, is this? Uh, is, is, um... God, I'm bla- Milgram. Is he telepathic at all?
0: Um... I actually have his stats somewhere. Gotta pull that up.
4: <laughs> um... Because I'm assuming anyone I mean... who carried around part of a Vorlon for that long has to have some telepathic ability.
0: I believe he does. Where are my character sheets for this? <laughs> Alright, I've got everything set up, and then I completely- oh, here we go. I actually have a file system. Uh, let's see here. Believe it or not. Let's see. Uh… Where are you? Here we go! Yes, he is a telepath. Excellent. Okay, that is a very loaded excellent there. I suspect you have a plan.
4: You seem to have found extremely productive ways to use your time in confinement, Milgram. I am extremely impressed.
0: He bows again.
4: Thank you. However, I would like to take this opportunity to offer you, well, a job. He
0: kind of... Blinks for a second. Uh, is is this an interview?
4: <laughs> it's not so much a job as an unpaid internship.
0: He also blinks for a second. I I'm not familiar with this concept.
2: Kyle looks like deeply disturbed by this possibility. <laughs> <laughs>
4: ah, ah! <laughs> um, how would you feel about? Telepathically connecting with disembodied intelligences that used to have corporeal form.
0: He kind of blinks a second. I suspect you will need to be a bit clearer in that regard.
2: I am being extremely literal! Their brains in jars. What she said! Yeah. They also need company.
4: (laughs) They get so very lonely!
2: To clarify, I don't care about this at all.
0: <laughs> he kind of nods and says, if this is how I continue the memories, then I'll be more than happy to do so. If you uh, get clearance from security personnel, I will be more than happy to help you in this regard.
1: Mirgrat, we might have to move them here. They are literally brains and jars. I do not see that being an issue. I, I want to go back to where you said the Vorlon was on the planet and brought us here.
0: He kind of gestures, he's, they are down there. I don't know which planet, I didn't feel that far, but this isn't an unfamiliar place to them. Uh, To some it was called the First and Last Outpost. It was the depending on which direction, first and last outpost of the Vorlon Empire in this direction.
1: Okay, so we may find Vorlon technology down there?
0: He kind of blakes says, it's possible, but I can tell you from experience, um, either the Vorlon technology likes you and you'll be fine, or it doesn't like you and you will not. Okay, that's kind of a
1: thing we need to know. Um... This has
4: been my experience with most technology, yes. (laughs)
0: he looks over yes but this technology it it relies heavily on both psionics and biomechanic and organic technology
4: that sounds fascinating
2: okay well this is great but uh the Vorlons are trying to go home and that they came here this is Apparently not the Vorlon homeworld.
0: No, but it is the first and last outpost close to the edge of space. Hopefully, I think it was trying to find some way of getting beyond the Rim or to the world, or hopefully um, finding somebody here that could help. Hmm. Sorry, there was another oh, question in this, too. Yeah, it, I'm the, asking if right. he
1: knows why here, why this space, why did the, the Vorlon want to come here?
0: He just says, I'm not entirely sure. just that this was also Vorlon space. It was trying to go home, so I think it tried to go for the closest outpost it could, so that it could try to signal or find a conveyance.
2: Well, normally at an outpost, you find, you know, a gas station and, like, somewhere to buy maps or star charts <laughs> or find your ways to get places. Or do you find a military
4: Radios.
2: That, but these things aren't mutually exclusive, I suppose. I guess it depends on what kind of outpost this is.
0: Indeed. Knowing the Vorlons, it would be one that's secure, one that's defended, but also one that has wonders, strangeness, terror, and the uncomprehensible. So not a rest stop? Not for humans. Not for the... There is a term for them. We are no longer the lesser races. We are the middle children. For any of the middle children, it would not be habitable in the long term, but it's possible it might be with the Vorlons departed.
2: I think what we hear about now is whether or not it's going to immediately try to kill us.
0: He kind of blinks. how long have the shuttles been going down there?
2: Hmm. what, a month? Yeah, a month, right
0: about. He kind of nods and says, more than likely, if you've been down there a month and there haven't been any issues, I guess, either you haven't found the issue in question, or... There's no issue to be found.
4: And that is probably good news.
0: Yeah, I don't believe that.
2: Probably news. <laughs> <it is.
0: laughs>
2: That's a big probably when we're talking about E being dead or not.
0: There is that. He just says, "I." He, he like stops. is just just almost starts crying a little bit. I have. I've done a great disservice to this ship and I've done it for a greater cause and I have no sorrows about what I've done but I feel in this case, since I am still here and my task was completed, I feel a need to pay penance to those on this ship.
1: Well, I would say your task isn't complete. I think
2: you're better off in this cell because if anybody founds out that you're responsible for this, your days are numbered.
4: I'm right. going the to... Brains in jars may find the prison to be an inhospitable environment.
1: Uh, their brains in jars—can they see?
4: Yes, they have eyeballs.
1: And put a tarp over.
4: I find that to be an inhumane solution.
1: Well, you know, there's large parts of the ships that are empty. It's possible we can make a secure quarters in which to put him and the brains in jars and basically have people check on them.
4: Um, I literally sure in do a, do a diplomatic suite. I believe security will not be an issue.
0: Sorry, that was two people talking at first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. are great, go ahead.
4: Oh. I literally live in a diplomatic suite. I believe security
2: will not be an issue.
0: What? And, uh, <laughs> die,
2: what'd you say? Um, I'm worried if anybody knows where this guy is and knows that he's responsible for this and people could find these things out pretty easily just by talking to the bridge crew someone's probably gonna try to kill him because they will not be happy about how he has stranded us here a very long way from anywhere for his own purposes Yes, he says a Vorlon told him to do it but come on now could we not simply
4: explain about the Vorlon? <laughs> Nobody
1: cares. <laughs> I care about the Vorlon. It's fascinating! Um, you do, but the, your average person doesn't care. And... Uh, I'm not... ...sure people even remember. There's been so much else going on, they, I think he's been forgotten.
2: Do you know how many times people say a Vorlon told me to do it for some bizarre thing they think they could get away with? It's not that common, but it's happened.
4: But how many times was it actually a Vorlon?
2: Mm. I think this guy's better off here in this cell <laughs> and wandering the corridors or where other people can easily get to him. He will not be in either of those places! It's up to you. Same not my problem. He will be in a pleasant
0: room full of brains and jars. Just want to point icon. out, just would like to point out the fact that technically, now that uh, Mirgrat has moved up to the ambassadorial quarters, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry Mirgrat has moved to the ambassadorial quarters, Mirgrat's old cabin is now vacant.
1: Yeah, that's true. But can it be secured?
0: Uh, you tell me, security personnel.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, technically all rooms can be secured, but are there two rooms that we could create like a double entrance? I mean,
4: Uh... how close are my quarters and your old quarters? I assume you've you've joined me in the ambassadorial suite.
1: Yeah, we... My old quarters, we had a suite um, small suite but a suite yes. yeah there were two rooms and a large closet because yeah, I remember my... you said you were going to sleep in the large closet
4: yeah and my old quarters were, were roughly the same I believe because we were both in second class
1: okay so yeah in that case we could secure them huh because we could put them all in the one room yeah and
4: then we can have someone, maybe the Luchador Drosy. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: do I hear the strange pitter patter 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 of of uh, of the heartstrings of of Myrgrat there there for this
3: Drosy? <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. uh, no, this this, this is Becca l- being really loving the idea of a Luchador Drosy. <laughs>
0: Three seasons he's been there,
4: three! Okay. Listen, I've had a lot on my plate.
0: (laughs) We've been a little busy. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm just happy to pull him out again because, you know, hey, yeah, you could probably get, if nothing else, you could lock the doors so that if he's in there, again, it's still a a cell, but it's a much nicer cell and with the brains. Yeah, they still have things like uh, the television or whatever it is, vid screens, and they have uh, access to other materials So it's not like a prison-prison, it's actually not unlike, uh, what most of us in America have been going through for the last 18 months! Uh,
4: (laughs) Yeah, Milgram's officially my new brain besitter.
0: Okay. He takes this, uh, give me a diplomacy check. This one's a good diplomacy check, I think.
4: If only I could make a good diplomacy check. Ah!
0: Punching! Nope! Okay! So, alright, he's willing to be of, of help and service, but he says just being a brain minder is fine, but he would like some other way to help, if possible.
4: Well, he also needs, like, part of being the brain minder is that he has to lead group therapy for the brains. I feel that he's a really good person to be in charge of this because he's already demonstrated that in solitary confinement he can... He, he doesn't completely lose his goddamn marbles because he's well-versed in meditation techniques. And so I think that having him be in charge of like teaching the, the brain's coping strategies for their new jar-bound existence is actually going to be something that's really helpful to them.
0: He nods and he says, very well. I will continue in that regard. I will teach them what I know. We will see what is required, but otherwise, yes. I'm more than happy to help.
2: Uh-huh. Can you read star charts?
0: He looks rhyme. I know a little. I'm not sure if I know a lot, but if you're asking about the local space, I might see if I have a memory or two.
2: Mm-hmm. How much do you know about Vorlon space in general?
0: A uh, few of the middle children uh, will ever be able to understand it, but just it's
2: just the general layout. Locked. Oh. Well, never mind. It's useless.
0: Never mind. like their secrets. The Borlons like their secrets. Uh-huh,
2: apparently.
0: He stands, he gets his ropes together, and puts his stuff together, and he says, Very well. He bows again. You know, with the doing the, 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 the triangle hand things. He says, Very well. Allow me to uh, let me to tend to those who need it.
1: Come, I will show you to the brains! Um hold on. Mm-hmm. Can I do a sense motive because I wanna know if maybe it I think I can escort him through the ship without having to do like the whole handcuff thing.
0: Oh, okay. A sense motive to see whether or not he's gonna bolt?
1: Yeah. Okay, sure. Um because it's just I don't wanna just release him. That just mm-hmm. seems wrong. Yeah, because
4: no one's ever been released into my custody before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wink, wink. Hi.
2: Nudge, nudge. I didn't do anything that like that bad. <sighs> I mean, oh, I rolled,
1: that
2: I rolled, that rolled for the for wrong So. coffee assault.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I rolled the wrong thing. No worries. By the way, I appreciate the fact that you guys remember the coffee assault, which means you've been listening to the episodes. Yay! Uh, what do you want? Twenty-one. Not bad. Okay. From what you can tell, he won't he when you say we need to go here, he will put his robes on, he'll put his hood on, he will follow. If nothing else, you know this about Vorlon people. Um, they take orders really, really, really well.
4: Yeah, I mean they're used to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And since he had doesn't have anybody countermanding your orders. You know, because they're all gone now. All right, so here's
1: how we're going to do this. You're going to leave your hood up. You're going to talk to no one until we get to our quarters.
0: He nods and says, understood.
1: Try not to let your face be seen. That is for your own safety.
0: He says, I understand. Puts the hood up, bows his head puts his hand in the, the, the appropriate gesture for essentially doing, like, the the monk's walking while chanting bit. Right. No chanting at all. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, then I will use my security key to
0: open the door. <laughs> okay. Door opens. He stands. Bows his head. He doesn't say anything because you
1: told him not to say anything. Right. So once his head is bowed, I will uh, go ahead and uh, unlock the door.
0: Okay. Door's open. He, you know, steps out, but then stands right in front of the door.
1: Hello? Um, yeah. I'll grab his elbow. Sorry, I'm just trying to think this through. I'll grab his elbow. Uh, Ty you want lead or back? You need me. Oh, I think Mirgarat's gonna
4: take the lead on this one. No one clears a hallway with Pakmara.
1: There is that. Um, you're better in a fight than any of us. <laughs> what? Okay, low uh, bar. Yeah, low bar, but
4: I mean she's I think still friends better... and jars that are better in a fight than Mirgarat.
2: <laughs> Ty literally has like negative strength, I think. Or like um... negative Athletics or, yeah,
0: yep. <clears throat> the, uh, the pilgrim actually that. holds up his hand and says, if, if I may, I can guarantee nobody will bother us.
2: Okay. Yeah, I feel like more people escorting this guy right around is going to be more obvious, especially since I am not, uh, Pachmura or police guard, cop, whatever you want to call me. Um, You're not security yeah. personnel. Ain't no reason for me to be here.
1: Okay.
0: By the way, I do have a question for Ty. And during this month, where has Ty been staying?
1: Uh, I
2: figure she probably lives along with her kid in Meregrat's quarters thing, because her other house, her original body's quarters don't belong to her anymore, and her other quarters, I assume, are down in steerage. Which is currently occupied mostly by Narns and cultists, so she doesn't <laughs> want to be there particularly. Other people
0: are there too, you know. But... If she
2: doesn't have to, for some work or personal reason.
4: Okay. Uh, Mirat is all for keeping their intern in house.
2: <laughs> yeah, also what? people to keep an eye on her kid are good, since he can't stay out of trouble for five goddamn minutes. <laughs> Fair
0: uh, he's enough. He's
1: that age.
0: <laughs> he is that age in which he is willing to experiment with forces beyond the uh, the knowledge of mortal men. <laughs> so,
4: yeah, I remember that age fondly.
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: everyone remembers their first demon summoning. <laughs>
0: first time they summoned a demon that that whole bit where they had to draw blood for the first time and you know then there's that whole bit of explaining to the parents the blood stains for real weird reasons not to mention the other stains the parents just never want to ask about those
1: all right so yeah we will just uh we'll go to my old quarters i'm assuming that so on on bab five they had like the ability for security people to
0: basically place a security lock on the door Correct. Okay. So, right, so you take them to your quarters or to Mirgrad's quarters? Uh,
1: oh, are the brains and jars still in Myrgrath's quarters? I believe so. Okay, then we'll take them to Mirgrat's quarters. Okay. Myrgrath's I mean, if they're quarters.
4: not, we'll get Yorni to move them.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Working with bridge personnel.
4: <laughs> it's now the official Pakmarat ambassadorial c- catering cart. No one wants <laughs> to know what a Pakmarat needs a catering cart for.
0: Yeah, yeah. All, yeah. They don't
4: want
0: <laughs> that back. <laughs> let alone if you actually find out where there's a Pac buffet. Nobody goes near it. So, mm-hmm. speaking of Yorny, when you get down to Mir Mirgrad's quarters quarters, uh, you let Milgram in. He, he bows, He's quiet the whole way through. And yeah, everyone give me a note. Uh. Oh. Oh, Wouldn't wait, oh, that's so I long. am
2: unclear if I'm along. I mean, Ty is trying to sneak away from this because she wants to go back to Steerage and stare at her fucking cold door for a while. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have that's to. That's why no she was trying to avoid having to
0: escort this guy. Okay, no worries. That's, if you want to just you duck away, that's perfectly fine. Oh, good grief. Yeah. I got a 16. 18.
1: I am so worried about everything. I'm not noticing anything. I got a 14. taya okay. been no having worries. a rough week.
0: I will give it to uh, to Mirgrat in this case. Basically, when you guys get down there, everything's fine. Nobody's noticed you guys. Nobody's bothered you. Or anything else like that? Um, I won't say what happens. Get to the door. We'll get to that in a second. But Mirgrat, you noticed that literally nobody looked in y'all's direction. Nobody. Hmm. You were walking all the way from the bridge area, the security office to second class where your former quarters were, and the brains are, not a single person looked in your direction.
4: I'm going to assume that Melgram did some telepath bullshit, because that's what (laughs) I would do if I could do that without knocking myself unconscious.
0: (laughs) Which also basically tells you something else.
4: He's a good telepath, which means I made the right choice for putting him in charge of the brains. Fair enough. I'm excellent. at 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 at, how at, at identifying and
0: and having people I'm add hopefully we do this you know I won't say fast fast but you know by deadline um but I've got a little bit of a cliffhanger oh. for Ty. So here's what we do Bill Graham goes into the off op- it goes in there. He immediately treats it very much like uh the Mimbari temple. And he bows he he uh introduces himself uh, he even says, "I'm here to both to help and to educate." And uh, Tuvo kind of looks at you guys, going, "Really?" <laughs> he bows and he says he understands, but he's but he also says, "True, but I still have much to help the uh, the worker learn in this in his journey." And we'll you learn can learn much as well. from him. Indeed, that is that is what we plan plan to do. But he immediately, you know. Into a, a, a teaching stance, which is you know, you know cross legged on the floor, and uh, he says, I will be, I will be fine here. Thank you for this opportunity. And you go and you put the secure lock on him, which is also good for Tuvo because that means he's you know, he's under house arrest too.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Grounded, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they have yeah, so much well, in common. <laughs> we'll bring
1: them food on a regular basis, and you know they they have access to the entertainment system, such as it is. I think there's like you know three tapes in there, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so,
4: their grounded brains get entertainment veto power. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you lock him in there, and when you turn around after locking him in, Dorney is standing there, and hold is holding a piece of paper in her hands. And she says, uh, uh, mistress? Mm -hmm. Mistress Duli? Yes? Um, she holds the, 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 uh, paper in front of her. She says, I believe it is time. And she holds out the paper It literally starts clocking down from ten minutes. Sorry, excuse me, about thirty minutes. Down to, you know, switched from thirty to twenty-nine. And, uh, 2959, 2958, 257. And she says, I believe we're someplace we're, we're to go. And give me a will save. This goes for both of you, by the way, so you both can see this. Um,
4: oh, am I am I giving a will save then?
1: Yes. Alright. Look at my will. Which actually just went up. Uh, so
0: 14 23, baby! 23. So, Dooley, you have a hard time reading this paper. It's just still a lot of gobbledygook, except for the numbers counting down. Miragrad, on the other hand, you're looking at this, and there's a lot of strange gobbledygook and, and words and this and this and kind of instructions and just really weird, but you're getting... The, uh, some of the formulas are actually not a formula, but it's a map that's done through ASCII in a lot of ways so you realize very quickly that this is going to a first class cabin but not a cabin it's actually like an area of the ship which is a, a promenade deck but even then it's it's a you know a place where the people can walk not a promenade but like a hallway but even then it's an alcove in this hallway which looks like it was designated originally for janitorial services
4: So, what I'm seeing here is that someone's studying a secret passage into the important people's living room. Quite possibly. I'm sure this will be fine.
0: <laughs> he says, I believe we need to go here. May we, may, uh, please, uh, you asked yeah, for uh, my answers and you asked for my trust. This is how I, 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 I return your trust. Okay, we'll, we'll go there. Okay. She she starts walking, you know, walks along. She's a little brisk walker, very excited, but she's not as slouch as she used to be. Over the last month, she's gained something of a posture. Um you don't know how much of that is the adaptation or the machinery or just a certain level of pride, but she's actually, you know, now walking with her head a little bit higher. But consequently because of which her stride is longer. Uh, <laughs> so she's a little, you know, you have to kind of try to catch up with her or tell her to slow down and she leads you guys to first class and again you figured out where this place is there's a couple of different sections it's not the ambassadorial wing or the uh the first first ultra deluxe suites it's again the closest I could say is that again like second class there's areas where you can get where they have little uh, bodegas and little uh, snack areas so you can go and get your basics and go back to your room. These are very nice basics. These are very nice bodegas, essentially, but there's a couple areas for storage, a couple areas for janitorial, which are made to look like they're not quite flush with the wall, but made to look as inconspicuous as possible. Okay. And she says, Okay, I believe we're here now. Where she is, she takes you into the alcove itself, which looks like a hallway that ends at nothing. And uh, there's even a small picture, you know, on the wall, just kind of, oh, here's a picture, isn't it lovely? And she says, "Okay." She looks at the page. All right, and she—it's been took you guys a little while to get here. but She's like, "All right, we're almost there. Now we just have to." She turns the page around. And she shows it at both of you again. She just says, we just have to say the word. Now, both of you recognize that there is a word that needs to be spoken, and you recognize that the word starts with an I. So, give me a will save, both of you. 24,
4: natural 20, baby!
0: All right, and Tori? 18. Eighteen. All right. So I'm gonna send both of you guys uh, on your private messages.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: I'm gonna send you a word. Okay. Where did it go? Well, is your private message down the, down the bottom of the chat area? Okay. All right. So do Lee. Say aloud what you see. Indescribable. Okay. Nothing seems to happen, and... Mirgrat, what do you have?
1: Uh, Indistinguable! What
4: oh, was it? Indistinguishable. Okay. <laughs> okay. Becca needs a minute. Um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> have a little lemon, it helps with the voice. Uh... No,
4: it's not, a, it's not that, uh, okay. Okay, come on, I can do this. I took Russian, um, <laughs>
0: Did I misspell that? Maybe? Uh, is <laughs> it oh yes I, yes, I did. Hold on a second. Actually, this is funny, because this is actually part of the, the room itself, which is why I'm laughing.
4: Okay, that changes things. Indistinguishable!
0: Not the picture, but the hallway leading up to the picture, part of it slides open and just literally just like as if there was this huge door and went from floor to ceiling, just slides up a little bit of a hiss. Once that happens, everything on the piece of paper that she's holding snaps into view. Everything's crystal clear. Nice. <clears throat> and so when you open the door, open up, there is what you seem to be some sort of human in who's standing over, of all things, a cooking pot, stirring like at a stove, he says, come in, come in, please sit, sit. Completely, you know, he's kind of talking with his hand, the one that's not stirring whatever's in the pot. He's not looking at you, he's not doing anything else, he's just kind of directing with the one hand. He's like, oh, sit, 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 over there. Good, no problem. Sit, sit, sit. Oh, that's very good, very good, very good, very good. Yes, yes, yes. Hmm? And he sniffs. Not right. Oh well, let's see what we got here. He is young-ish, you would probably guess human in his early 30s. His hair is close-cropped, but still uh, pretty, you know, it's still kind of fashionable. Not like I have a buzz cut, but more very tight hair, but, you know, not flowy in any direction. Yes, yes, yes. Very good. Let's see here. Uh, sit, sit, sit. Everyone's good, good, good. Oh, good. I see. It. He's not even looking up. Good. I see you brought everybody. Lovely, fabulous, lovely, good. No, 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 no. Uh, he then reaches up to a small cabinet. Everything in the room, by the way, is some color of gray or black. I mean, it's like everything is almost monotone. Like you've walked into a black and white movie, except for this guy and and you guys and, and, and your people. Everybody, everything else is like walking into a, into a black and white movie, which for me, that means walking into a movie.
4: <laughs> hey, I see an infrared. Yeah, fair enough. I see colors humans couldn't even dream of.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Which is why I won't describe some of those, but everything else for for. Both Yorny and for Duli, it's a lot like walking into a black and white movie. And except for him, he's standing there. Yes, good, good, good. Yes, good. He reaches up to a cabinet, literally not even looking up. Pulls out three small bowls. Yeah, maybe like two cups, uh, two cups worth of of space. Ladles out whatever's in his uh, his uh, pot into the bowls. Holds all three with one hand. With the other hand, grabs uh, a couple of utensils, lays them on all three so that they're kind of like acting as a locking mechanism in a weird way. Uh, turns off the stove that he's got and then turns around. He's, again, fairly young, all things considered. And he walks up to everybody and he places a couple of the bowls around a very small... It's not even a full table. It's kind of closer to a kind of a slightly tall coffee table with a couple of uh, uh, chairs around it. And he's going to sit in there. Ah, here we go. Good, good. Uh, and he uh, goes back for a second, grabs something off a secondary pot. Looks like he's got a, like a mug of tea or something like that. He brings it back. Good, good. Everyone sit. Sit, sit, sit. Good, 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 good. Good, 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 good. He comes down. He sits. And he sits on something that looks not unlike a couch, but is obviously not a couch. It's kind of that Who made this? (laughs) You know, it's like, kind of a couch, kind of a bench. Who designed this? And he ushers for everybody to have a sit. Please, please sit, sit, sit. My name is Scrab. I know that's very unusual, but I'm here to help as much as possible. So, you said the magic word, door opens, and you get your three wishes. So, how can I help you? I
1: look very confused.
4: I'm going to extend a pseudopod to the bowl that- I I assume each of us have been given a bowl. Yes. Yes. so I'm going to extend a pseudopod to the bowl, um, and uh, I'm not going to eat any of it, I'm just going to try and figure out what it is, and I will make an investigate check to that effect if you wish me. Please. All right.
0: all right. That's 29. 29. Okay. So it is uh, a form of vegetable stew, mostly mushrooms and a couple of vegetables, though there are floating chunks of some sort of meat that for uh, earth tastes doesn't look unlike beef, like uh, stew meat beef.
4: Okay. And we, we, so, it doesn't contain anything, for instance, like, like, seafood? No, no,
3: no.
4: Okay. I I just yeah. want to make sure it's not going to cause any issues vis-a-vis Pakmara dietary restrictions, which, shockingly enough, do actually exist. Yes,
0: you know, mm-hmm. no seafood because that's blasphemous, and uh, I can't remember the other one.
4: No it's just no seafood. oh, I mean no inorganic material, but like yeah that's kind of a that's kind of for everyone really mm.
0: so he sits it down and he sits looks over at you know he, he bows a bit to Mirgrat, he bows to Julie and he claps his hands at uh your knee, kind of ah good you're the one good, good, good. You have many questions, and I'm here to help. Now, uh, let us start with questions three. Ask, you know, he he points immediately at uh, Mirgrath. Question one.
4: I would like to hold my question until the others have asked theirs. Oh no. (laughs) 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 He
0: he says, very well. Question two, he points right at Julie.
1: So just so I understand this, we get to ask three questions. You will answer those three questions.
0: As you have made these as forms of statements, I will accept, but what you're asking about is correct. Yes, I will answer truthfully, this is the tradition. You managed to get past my, uh, my wall, so you get the three questions. We'll discuss everything else after that, but still, tradition is tradition. Alright. How do we,
1: uh, and we being the collective people on this ship, get back home which is defined as our starting point?
0: <laughs> he kind of blinks for a second and he looks over at Milgr- uh, at Yorning for a second and says, how is that one not an engineer? Uh, <laughs> she kind of, she, you know, scrunches up her shoulders a little bit, mm-hmm. so. Well, I think what you're asking is multiple questions, simply because how do you get back to your starting point? You arrive at where you came, and your starting point is different no matter who you are and where you are. So you have to know your destination, as well as your starting point, in knowing on how to get there. But I think you're asking about the larger concept. And since you were also using grander concepts, that's a much longer conversation than your three initial questions. So, let's continue, shall we? He points back at Milgram. Uh. Uh, sorry, sorry, at uh, Yeah, there, I, but...
1: I look, I look annoyed. This, this is going to be one of those <laughs> conversations in which you pretend to be helpful and you are not, and we answer questions that you don't answer, or we ask questions that you don't answer. All
0: don't right. Know. So, go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Miergret's gonna nod. Yeah.
0: Still holding? Very well. He, he goes back to, your knee. what can I help you with? He, she goes, How do I learn best with you in this situation so that I might be able to help my friends uh, 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 to get back to where they need to be, as well as to find the freedom and power within? He goes, Ah! That is a good question. I will train you, I will help you, and then you could use your set abilities to help your friends. From there, it is a matter of how you decide to do things, how fate intervenes. And I can tell you, fate is a fickle, fickle mistress, but there is unity in the chaos here. But I will help you with that to understand. He then points right back at, at, at Mirgrat. Third time's the charm. How did you gain the knowledge necessary to be able to
4: answer any three questions that are asked of you?
0: I didn't get answers for any three questions. I just do some of them. And I knew that your her friend here, um, he looks over, uh, what name shall I call you? She says, Yorni, uh, uh, good. That Yorni here was going to come find me eventually. I sensed a bit of the situation and I was able to help. Otherwise, as far as I can tell, I've been put here for a purpose. And that purpose, number one, is to get my ship back. Two is apparently we're in a situation beyond the ken uh, of most people, and I am here to help in this situation simply because I think that's what I'm supposed to be doing. <sighs> Sorry, that I'm not bored. Please? I'm just really tired. <laughs> okay, no worries. <laughs> Don't worry. I got. I had a cliffhanger for you in a few minutes. So, no, I have. I have learned for many, many years that I have a purpose. Now, to answer a little bit more of. Your question, he points it to Lee. You did not ask me my name, who I was, where I am, where I come from, why am I here? You asked a very specific set of questions that had a very specific set of answers. Now, if you had said, How do we get out of Vorlon space and return to, say, uh, Narn controlled space or ISA controlled space? That is a different question. Like everything, as certain Disciplines will tell you, and your own engineering mind will tell you, the question you get is just as important as the answer. I'm here to help. That's mostly not help. because I'm here
1: to help her. <laughs> sorry. What would you say? That's not help.
0: <laughs> You're
1: in a realm. As a matter of fact, existence. I have a Membari friend that would love to talk to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh quite possibly. There hasn't been one I mean, one of us in thousands of years? Hundreds of thousands? Maybe more? Well, he's
4: grounded, so this is an impossibility.
0: Well, there you go, then. I take it you don't leave this room? I don't leave my—well, sh- I can. I choose not to. Simply because this is what I'm trying to salvage. Okay.
1: This is so... my ship. Yeah. Until he's not grounded. Wait, this is your ship? Yes. I at oh, Yarny.
4: This is the brain panel, isn't it?
1: Brain panel.
4: No, I said that in the Becca voice, not the Munirak <laughs> voice. You're not <laughs> on the back
0: of that. Fair enough, fair enough. Wait. How is this your ship? Oh, well, as you know, or as you may not know, my kind have the ability to... Manufacture certain things and produce miracles through the, through interesting science and so forth. Well, one of the miracles that I was experimenting on was a particular ship that could disguise itself on almost the molecular level using hyperdimensional technology. Unfortunately, I parked it in a scrapyard, and it became this. They welded my ship to the bulkhead. I kind of
1: want it back. That sounds like a personal problem. No, 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 no. We could possibly do that. I I, kind of lean back. I'm I'm entering diplomat mode. So (laughs) you want your ship free from the bulkhead. Indeed. And once you're free, you will do what? Off to see my brothers, sisters, maybe explore a bit more. You have a higher you're... technology. Do so, yes. Could you potentially move the larger ship with your ship?
0: Well, the larger ship is moving my ship, but... But could your you ship asking? move the larger ship? Well, it's got more thrust. I don't know if you can to do that. I can't just teleport my ship away. No, Ooh. but can you create a gate? Jump gate? Mm hmm. Well, this ship apparently can do that on its own. But I'm guessing you're asking how can I navigate the reaches of hyperspace without markers? That markers. Well, my ship does have some technology which can get to the further reaches of hyperspace than most ISA crafts can. It will take a while and it is very dangerous, simply because it is interfacing two very different levels of technology. But I can tell you this, I might be able to help, I might be able to work on this situation for you, because I very much want my ship back. I can also say this based on what the intuitions I've been getting and based on a certain <laughs> he kind of last for a bit signs within the tea and signs bubbling from the cauldron and stars aligning in certain ways I think you're nearer to something than you think you're at the first and last uh, outpost aren't you Yes mm-hmm. There is something waiting for you down there, but not yet. It's waiting for your friend.
1: Which friend? I have lots.
0: Oh, you have your assistant, who, if you'll excuse me, I may wish to borrow. I think she needs it. You have your your uh, buddy cop, as it were, and you have your body-switching friend. I believe there's people looking for her. Huh. I digress. I might be able to help, assuming the technologies are compatible. However, I think there's some other routes possibly to take, but I'll do my best. In the meantime, since we're in this situation and can you promise me the return of my my, my, uh, my
1: craft? I can't promise you anything, but I can come up with a plan and hopefully get back to you on
0: details. Let's just talk about, we'll table that for the moment. Nothing is signed in blood. He pauses for a second ends. But as we all know, deals and deals and deals are all pitten, uh, part parcel of the endeavor. So, uh, everyone enjoy your soups and your stews, please. Again, I wish to uh, borrow young Yorny for a wit. I think that she will be helped by my guidance. He also looks up. You haven't figured out who I am, have you? Is
1: he asking that of
0: He's asking that of everybody here.
1: Oh. Uh, no. I have no idea
0: who you are. looks over uh, at Meregrat. Do you know?
4: I do not know with certainty!
0: What does your gut tell you?
4: If my gut were telling me, I would know with certainty!
0: Then what, logically, do you suspect from this situation?
4: That you are either a technomage or a soul hunter!
0: Well, certainly no soul hunter.
1: Yeah, I kind of look startled. I was right. I d- <laughs> damn it, where's Ty? <laughs> <laughs>
2: God damn it.
0: Believe it or not, I had him listed from day on!
2: Ty's gonna be so fucking mad.
0: Julie <laughs> is mad.
1: She's like, "I was right." Who's Ty?
0: <laughs> so we're gonna hold that conversation with Julie and Mirka. We'll get back to some of that with with uh, Scrab next time. I also have to write down that that's his name because I I gotta remember these things. So let's go back to Ty. Ty once again, as staking out the church. I had this bizarre image of Ty like taking up smoking or something to that effect. You know, just kind of, you know, do just something to continue the time while you wait for the doors to open and close. So you can get a glimpse of what's what's beyond in the chapel. And every now and then doors open and close. There's singing, there's hymns, and there's the usual fanfare for a chapel. Mm. But, and it just, and it's morning, noon and night, never stops, whatever it is, it never stops. There's light on the inside, too, which you can't quite identify, but that could be anything from stage lighting to candle, candle light, for all you know. Mm. But you just sit there. You're watching. You're watching. And eventually, after watching for a while, someone comes up, sits next to you. Not, like, like up next to you, but, you know, a couple of feet feet away, rests themselves a bit. Mm-hmm. Says, Ugh, uh, are you going to the Are you going to the church? the chapel?
2: Mm, I'm not much of a churchgoer.
3: In my day, I went and I wasn't happy with it. But things have changed. I have changed. I think there's something in there. What do you think? There's something in there.
2: What do you think's in there?
0: Change? Difference? People, those are all in there. I
2: mean, obviously, there's
3: people in there. And if there's people, there's always problems and possibilities. People are like that.
0: He shrugs a bit.
3: But I suspect you want
0: more than just generalities. Well, you got that right. Do you want in? Sure.
3: What's the password? What do you want? What do I want? I'm repaying a favor! I'm, uh, reducing a sin, if you will.
0: And, uh, if you'll just come with me, I will get you in.
3: Consider, for the moment, my debt paid. Uh, to stands who? stands up. To you. To your son to a few others I think it's important that I head it just to take a look I don't
0: so I believe so much in the church but I think it's important for me to look he gets up he's you've noticed now he actually has not just a mustache but he's got the mutton chop mustache you know the thing like where you have a full beard but you just shave your chin mm-hmm He's got one of those. It's a gray color, but it doesn't look like he's old, old. It's more like the guy was probably a redhead, and then about 24, he lost a lot of the coloring in his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a little rounder. I mean, not like chubby, chubby, but he's a little rounder. He's got a very full face, cherub nose. Uh, he's wearing a, a, a hat, but it's not like a baseball hat. It's almost, but not quite a boulder in a weird way. Again, it's like someone had described a bowler to someone alien who had never been to Earth, <laughs> and this is what they came up with. Hmm. Uh, a decent suit.
2: Give me a minute. I need to make a call first.
0: Okay. Very well, very well. Uh, I'll give you a little room, please. Shuffles over the side. You also notice that he actually has a cane with it. and it doesn't look like it's a walking cane, but it doesn't look like he needs it.
2: I find this very suspicious, but also I do want to get into this chapel. But first, I am going to call uh, Dooley and tell her that I'm going in here so that if I don't come back, they know where to find me. Okay.
0: <laughs> Which, by the way, is a great cliffhanger in and of itself. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> So you call up Lee, you say you know, I, I, I think I found a way into the chapel, uh, just letting you know I'm heading in. Any response okay. from Dooley?
1: Um, where are we? I, I guess I'm asking when, when is this call happening? Because if we're mid-conversation with this weird dude,
0: I'm probably not going to respond. Actually, I'm going to do this even better. you are in conversation with the weird dude. You never get a chime. You never get a chime for uh, for uh, tie when you do the the tap. You actually get call cannot be completed.
2: Well, that's weird. I call Mierad's quarters
0: instead. Quarters or Mierad?
2: I mean, I know that Rat is with Dooley, so if Dooley doesn't have service. It's, you know, it's the reason Mierad probably doesn't. So yeah, I call Mierad's quarters instead, where I know there's people.
0: <laughs> it, uh, they're uh, grounded <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah can Tuba still picks up and he picks up he like, says milligram's ashram how can I help you <laughs> <laughs> um
2: <laughs> I like stop laughing after a couple of seconds <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go in this chapel, baby. Whenever Dooley and Mirgrat get back from whatever the hell they're doing, just let them know that that's where I went. Mom? Are are you sure? Yeah, it's just, you know, it seems like a good uh, idea. Good-ish idea. It'll be fine. You know me. It'll be fine.
0: Uh, Okay. I love you, Mom. Love you. Then then I can see you hanging up more than he could. So it's like, yeah, love you. Click. As you walk slowly to the door, and there's a couple people up front going, and who is this who we welcome, who wishes to become part of the chapel? What sins would you like to absolve yourself of? The old man stands up and says, this one is reverent amongst you and has earned her spot within. Allow her entrance. I kind of nod, very well, nods back to him. We will take that into occurrence, but I believe you may be correct. He then turns to the, uh, they then turn to, to Ty again. You who are without stone, you may enter and receive light. So gentlemen. gentleman nods right. his head. He he, taps, he he goes over. For the moment, my debt is paid. He, uh, he uh, lifts his hat at you, kind of tips his hat at you. It said, Oh, and by the way, I will keep an eye on Tuvo better than I had previously.
2: Yeah. Um, Okay. <laughs> I'm not thrilled about this But on the other hand Tuvo is in a locked Secured area With several adults And guards So I'm not mm-hmm. That concerned either At the moment I'm not going to tell him that Obviously I'll be dumb
0: So You didn't even uh, I have to do this Because you didn't ask him his name Or anything else like that But I just for GM ask Fiat
2: people these things it's true. To be completely, like, yeah.
0: But who would know that you are Tuvo's uh, mother when your body and your kid's bodies have a different name? Alan Gibbons. No. Um.
2: Let's see. And would I know he's dead. Uh, in Miergatz. Running out of people here. That's all I can think of. That's all four of the people I can think of who might know that.
0: He says, he tips his hat. Wagner, at your service. That bows, turns around, and, le- and leads you to your business. Stay away from my
2: kid, Wagner.
0: He bows again, as you wish. And then continues to walk off as if he's uh, walking down the strad. Or the strand, or whatever, how it's pronounced.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Well, do I do this to you now, or do I do this to you later? Do you know what? I'll do this to you. Oh, oh! I gotta do the card, gotta do the card. I know we're almost out of time, and... Up, up. Literally, the card I pulled over is called Cliffhanger. So, we're gonna end tonight (laughs) as the doors open, light shining down, and you walking inside, the doors closing
3: behind you.
4: That is a hell of a question.
3: What, you thought it was going to be that easy? How often can I just yell the word cliffhanger at the end of an episode? So why don't you come and join us next time on Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. So maybe you'll find out where this cliff actually ends. Yes, in the meantime, I've got to get back to work. All right, that's it. I'm taking off the jacket. I'm getting a hammer. You better back away now. There is a set designer in me screaming to get out. And it's going your way.
0: And that's where we're in for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us and hope that you continue to join us every two weeks for another episode of Odyssey. If you have any questions, comments, constructive criticisms, or just want to say hi, then you can find us at temporalplaygrounds.com/slash odyssey or email us at temporalplaygrounds at gmail.com or find us on Facebook: Odyssey, a Babylon 5 RPG podcast or Reddit, r slash odysseyb5. Babylon 5 was created by J. Michael Straczynski and is owned by Warner Brothers Domestic Media. The Babylon 5 role-playing game was produced by Mongoose Publishing, utilizing the OGL gaming license for D20. Our audio engineer is Gabriel Belden. Our theme music, Titan Striker, was composed by Evan King. Incidental music provided by Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. All other music provided by Creative Commons license and is available of information on our website. Once again, I am Daniel, and I thank you for joining us on this grand adventure. Good night, and keep dreaming.